All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Buddies, welcome to episode one of the Barn Burner. It's exciting to get the first one out of the way. Day one, so good. Love day one, yeah. I'm I'm kind of nervous. This is the first time we've ever done this podcast, yes. that we've ever done this stream. So, well, we did a dress rehearsal yesterday, and did it went horribly. So, I'm glad that the real, you know, yeah. now that those issues are solved, yeah. we can do show one. You know how you have those sometimes. Hey, congrats on 50 shows. It's our hundredth hundredth show. Mm-hmm. This is show number one. Mark it down. Show this one. Is show number one. There you go. Uh, sitting in his dungeon in Buffalo, Rhett Warner. How are we, Retro? So good. Happy to be here. I'm not sure about the hat. I didn't realize that my head must be shaped like Daryl Sutter's because the hat's oh. never on quite straight. There's always a bit of a tilt. Mine, you know what? Mine is always just off a little bit to the side. I, I need to like lock it in place. Yeah, yeah like right now, it I, just doesn't I don't quite, notice yeah. it because I'm not, I yeah. don't stare at myself that often. But uh, so that's not a style thing. That's just how it sits properly in your head. That's how it fits. Because yeah. you are, you have a lot of street cred in the streets the, the mean streets of buffalo new york you're there a hippity hop uh, i would bet there are i would bet there are we are coming to you live here today from the tower chrysler studios went to tower chrysler yesterday man oh you bet you didn't even know that swung by saw surge saw the boys how are the boys doing boys doing good Did Surge just get to yeah, sir, it's great. It's always good. Seems like it's always having a good day. You know what, what uh, Bikram is? The Bikram? Bikram. It's like oh, uh, it's yoga. Yeah, yeah, kind of yoga poses and stuff. He's yeah, yeah. he's big into it. I'm intrigued. I want to try the Bikram. I feel like if you like Byron sweating, that might Bikram work. That played. Uh, yeah, he was great defenseman. He was <laughs> mean. Bikram bad yeah. contract. Yeah, that was Bikram. Okay, <laughs> something like that. But no, we were over at. Uh, and you know who was there? Who's there? Uh, Dylan Dubé. 
What? Yeah. Dubes is there. Dubes was there. What's he driving? He is in a, I think it's a Jeep Cherokee of some sort, but he's, uh, he's getting All a right. new ride. Surge and the people over Tower Chrysler taking care of Dubes. Among others, they've, uh, they got a few people on the, uh, on their, you know, on their list. Payroll around. Dubes is ready. He's excited. It's a big top year six. For Dubes, it is. It? Yeah. yeah. Like it might not end up that he's a top six guy, but he's going to have a lot of runway to establish himself as that. I mean, I think they're, we, we, everyone knows they're looking to add a forward here, but for the time being, he's there in a spot that I think is a huge opportunity, the biggest of his career to this point. Retro, you know, Daryl, well, what's your read the last couple of years with not the handling of, of Dubé necessarily, but just up and down the lineup, he's playing center and he'd got, he's on the wing has said like he's had with Bennett, he'd say it all the time, guy that should have played in the minors more, maybe should yeah. have played in the minors. I'm not sure if he would have liked to have seen Dylan down in the A a little bit more, but this is a, a great opportunity now for, for Dubé coming into this year to play with Manjapani and, uh, and Kadri. Now we've said he's going to get lots of opportunity before. I think the thing that Daryl's always been pushing on him is just, you don't get to pick and choose the games you want to show up for. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's the yeah. old, well, you got to be a professional. You got to be ready for every game, every shift kind of thing. And I don't know. I, I've always liked dubes. I think the potential is there. And like you said, this opportunity should be problem will be if it doesn't turn out at what point do we all pile on and call him Bennett and get him out of here. Yeah. Well, I'd say by what? Uh, maybe Christmas. Yeah. I didn't bring it up so, yesterday. I just kind of gave him some tips. It kind of ro- oh, how you roll, roll the wrist a little okay. bit more, you know, just, just give it one of those. I think it was last year. Did he not go up in the press box for a bit, including one of those Colorado right. games where they played Colorado twice in like a 10 day span and came back. And I thought he was one of the better forwards consistently for a while. Yeah. And to Rhett's point, like if there's a, a hallmark for Daryl Sutter, what he wants from a player, no matter what your position, consistency and play away from the puck. I thought he made good strides there. If he can do those things well enough to stay on that line, he's going to score. Like he just is. There's two really good players around him. Manjapani creates a ton of chances close to the net. And Caudry's coming off a career year, clearly a talented player. That That's better than working with the Lewises and, you know, others of the world he would have been strapped next to last year. On the video feed, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, subscribe, by the way, subscribe, like, and subscribe. If that's what you do. Give us that five stars. We're supposed sure. to do. So there you retro. There's your lineup. I, th- I think that probably perfect world. Tyler Toffoli isn't your top line right winger and sorry to dubs. Maybe he isn't your second line right winger. Hands up. If this sounds familiar, how flames could use a right winger, a right shot, right winger. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> since Iggy left. Right. Jeez. When was that? What year did Iggy go? 12 or 13. Yeah. Well, they had James Neal, right? How'd that go? James Neal came in and played on the right side. Is he not a left shot right winger though? Left yeah. shot right winger. Yeah, like yeah. right shot right. It's like but didn't Blair he, Jones. But Iggy and, played yeah. left side, didn't he? Neal? Iggy. Oh, is he off wing? That's a good, yeah. I'm sure he could play anywhere, but yeah. Yeah. So what do you see there? Uh, there it is, Retro. Your 2022-23 Calgary Flames. You like that? Well, don't have much choice but to like it, do I? Can I make changes? <laughs> it's like, kind of just... <laughs> I think it's a solid lineup. I, are they going to gel? Are they going to hard to say? I don't take a lot from training camp. I don't take a lot from exhibition games. I think they're all for the most part, veteran guys. So see how they gel. Yeah, there's no rookies together. there. See what we see were the thinking. Buttons. There might be a rookie in there, boys. Yeah. yeah you know, no, I think there still will be at some point, but not, not, not after the camp that uh, 
Jacob Pelch had. Yeah, and I think he got in, as, as a lot of kids do, get into your head, you stress, you, you have one bad game, it's going to lead to another one. When, when the cuts were made, Daryl did say, and again, it's Daryl, yeah. whether you take it. Uh, guys, guys that got sent down were playing better than some guys that are here. That, guy, that whole uh, thing. Sachin's got to pick it up. There he is. Look at it. What a beauty. New, Sexy, new extension, by the way. Sexiest coach in hockey. Is that what we... Uh... I used top three, wasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. look at him. Silver Fox. Yeah. Look at that guy. Uh, we haven't talked a whole lot, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time, but we are... The show is new. We haven't, haven't really talked about it at all. Before we get into the new look Calgary Flames, the season starts for them tomorrow against Colorado. I just kind of had in my notes, what happened against the Oilers? What happened? The Dallas series... So tight. Yeah. So incredibly tight. Ottinger was unbelievable. Markstrom was great. It was the, the, the shots on net were so lopsided. They get through that series. And then against Edmonton, it was just a completely different series Entirely. right from the start. Goals, Game missed one. assignments, and like we saw everything. We saw everything. Didn't they blow like a four goal lead in game one before yes. they took it back in 196? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was absolutely there. nutso. Is it possible to say they were intimidated? I almost feel like it was the opposite. Like they, they, that game one was the biggest, um, like false event. You like if you if you tried to take anything from that, you were probably overconfident. Like you got nine goals on them, but I, I defensively but they what? were awful and they didn't have Tanev. And those two things are not good when you're playing a team as dynamic as the Oilers are with Kane going the way he was. With obviously the arguably two best offensive Mc, players. David also. Was... Well, and dry settle on one leg can still pass it pretty good. We yeah. found out or whatever was bothering him. Uh, but w- without Tanev, you, you don't have a second pair. Shillington and somebody else isn't a second pair. I'd, wow. And even, I mean, and, and the top pair was awful. This... Like it was. Yeah. I'd love to have the same faith as you do with the Tanev, but I don't think that changes that series to, to the, Oh, I'm not saying it did, game. but, 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 I think Jacob Markstrom took a lot of heat for not being great, and he wasn't. But after game one, he was at about expected, according to Ingle, well, I guess Kevin Woodley's stats there. And that's not to say he was great, but just let's just call it league of average. They just allowed two-on-ones all over. Like, there's Kane again wide open. There's a breakaway. There's a two-on-one. Anderson and Hannafin were not good enough. And you know what? You could be starting this year with them as your second pair. Because Mackenzie Weger and Chris Tanev are the guys you'd be playing against McDavid if you had last change in a choice, wouldn't they be? Yeah. The whole well, again, all all fine and good. There's not many defensemen in the league that are going to shut down uh, McDavid and and Drysital for a seven game series. So for me, it was more, and it's easy now. Top guys maybe needed to do more for our team as well. Yeah, and to your point, like, look, most of their best players weren't good enough. Their top defensemen weren't good enough. Their goalie was just okay at best, not good enough, certainly. Uh, and and the, the star forwards didn't score as much as they should have. Certainly, if you're going to trade chances with the Oilers, your top guys better be top guys. They weren't. So there's there's lots of reasons that was a short series. I think we were all gearing up for six or seven there. Certainly, after game one, you didn't think five. And you let well, in a goal for 132 feet, my well, boy. You don't win that game. Two, they were up. They were up 2 nothing in a hurry. And then remember, Backlund had that scoring chance mm-hmm. and just kind of dumped it into the corner. Mm-hmm. And then, what was it? McDavid scored a goal. They called it off. And he scored, like, on the next shift. Yeah. And then the Flames scored a goal, and it was waved off. Man, I, I just remember watching that. If they make that 3 to nothing in yeah. the first period. Well, you Smith might have Smith pulled again. Smith yeah. would have been out again. 
and who knows what happens. Now, the Oilers were so good the rest of that series, they dominated Game 3. Like, they ran the Flames out of the rink mm-hmm. in Edmonton in Game 3. But, but Game 4 was right there, right? Man. Then the was, disallowed goal in Game 5, and what felt like was going to be a long series was real short. I, I, I know what goalie people will say. I was really stunned at the poor performance from yeah. Markstrom. Yeah, he didn't look like a Vezina Didn't guy see it coming. And he was so good in round one. Yeah. No, so he went from as one. good as you've seen him in the Flames jersey to as bad as you've seen him, really. And I'm defending him with the numbers. They, they were awful defensively in front of him, but a guy that wins a Vesna like Shesterkin, he's facing two-on-ones breakaways a ton too, right? Well, Retro, you, you talked about being intimidated. The, the math, and I don't have it, but Markstrom does not play the Oilers well. Historically speaking, his numbers against Edmonton are not strong. Who does? I mean, I, <laughs> you're right. But, but to Red's point, you wheel those two guys with Kane on a power play? Like, sorry. It's not 84, though. What do you mean? The Oilers. It's not oh, Messier, yeah. Curry, Gretzky out there. Like, it's uh, not I far mean, off. Your top two guys are probably similar wheelhouse, right? Like, in his, terms of their, their ranking in the game? Like his goals, I guess, was five in that series. Yeah, and the He's two point two, and like it's yeah. No, it wasn't good. He was not good. No, and the, every, who was? There's the better question. Who was really good in that series? Michael Backlund is about the only, and Coleman. That, that line got him going. That's a troubling thing too. When we come out of playoff series, and you on one hand, two fingers maybe. Well, and it's the guys that played well. We're a ways removed from it. Like I thought, Michael Stone came in and played admirably when Tanov was gone. Tanov, when he finally got back in, was. With one arm, pretty effective, all things considered. You can tell me depth guys played well, but it felt like that Colorado series in 2019 where you're like, okay, so your stars are Bennett, Gaudreau, Monaghan, Giordano. None of them played well, right? Yeah, I I think the problem is that the Flames weren't good enough. Yeah, and it it didn't feel like they played (laughs) the best and left it out there, right? That's the analysis you're going to get on this show, folks. But what's they, the concern they, for me moving forward is that are they good enough this year? It's McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like you're talking about legendary well, you know centerpieces. Let's, let's spin it because the team is very different. Everybody bitched and complained forever. Shake it up. Get rid of the core. Change the core. The core has got to go. What's mm-hmm. going on in the room? The room is this in a matter of months. Giordano, Bennett, if you want to go that further back, I guess, but Bennett, Giordano, Monaghan, Goudreau, Kachuk. All gone. Gone. Yeah, what's left is Backlund. And he was kind of a fringy core piece to begin yeah. with. A number two center that's now a three center. What do you make of if you – I assume Huberto is going to be the captain. Just feels like that's if the way If they name going. a captain. I don't think they will. Kadri, Uyghur, Huberto. It's, it's a completely different team. They have played zero regular season games together. But that said – from where you sit retro compare where they were to where they are now are they better do you like the just the you can't you can't we can't say yet i i I like the lineup i like i I didn't think that the top guys of the flames had in the past were good enough to step up their game and play against other elite players in the league and to dominate and take over games they're really good players and the points don't lie they're regular season stuff but i don't remember those top lines ever in a playoff series dominating a game. So yeah, no, can that's Huberto fair. and Ka- can, can Huberto and Kadri do that? Is Uyghur give you more depth? I think Uyghur to me is better than Gabranson. So yes. Oh yeah. Well, Uyghur might be this team's best defenseman. Well, that, like that's 
there's some a lot of praise on on that part of the deal. I but, what's funny is that the playoff reputations for Huberto and Kadri before this year, where Kadri wins a cup, like Kadri had been suspended in what two or three series, like that got him out of yeah. Toronto. They they didn't trade him because they didn't like him. It was like okay, you know they're dry humping the cap because it's the Leafs and they got all these stars, but also because he he'd killed them at the worst time of the year against Boston in the playoffs two years in a row, I believe he got suspended. And then, you know, the player that you always loved in Kadri, you saw at greater length last year, hurt for a bit in the postseason. He wins a cup and Huberto, if, if it's like, get Johnny out of here, he's never done it in the playoffs. Well, go ask Panthers fans about his rep. Great player, but in the playoffs, he's not been at his best. So it's fair to ask those questions. I'm not saying it's not going to work. But we keep talking about dry saddle and McDavid when we're not talking about the Oilers. We're always talking about the Oilers. If you have to beat that team, how do you build your hockey club? Full tender, defensive depth, centers. That's exactly what True Living did in the summer. And I'm not saying that means yeah, they're going to beat Edmonton. But it's clear that this roster has strength in areas you need to be strong if you're going to beat a team like the Oilers. I'm shocked that true living was able to get that much out yeah. of Florida for, for, for Matthew Kachuk. Cause you're over the barrel a little bit. And I wonder too, from as you sit here in Calgary and you're wondering, are these the guys that can get you over the hump? You have to believe that Bill Zito and the Florida Panthers felt like we've, we've gone with Uyghur. We've gone with Huberto. We can't get over the lightning. We yeah. need to change it. Yeah. So they do when they bring in Kachuk and move those guys out. It has to be the philosophy to a certain extent, doesn't it? And so is it, Bill Zito oversteering or overcorrecting on his roster, or is he like, I know I can't win with these guys. And again, there's some similarities to the guys that Calgary let go. Like how's Matthew Kachuk's postseason's been? Not great. He was really disappointing for a guy that you think would thrive on physicality and intensity and rivalries. He was so mediocre. You wondered how hurt he was because he had to be, didn't he? And it turns out he really wasn't. And then it's like, so I, I see why both teams did it, but I am surprised how much they got. The other thing is, both these deals are not going to age well. Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. Calgary's got a well-defined window. You got four years of Jacob Markstrom. You got another couple of years of Backlund. Like this core that you have, the pieces you have, it's now. It's not in like three, four, five years. The Florida Panthers have a longer game at play with Spencer Knight and Nett and Bobrovsky's money coming off. Were they comfy committing nine more years to Jonathan Huberto? Were they comfy to giving Uyghur, who is, you know, 29, nine more years? They might not have been, or they might just have said, look, we know we could sign them, but it's just going to be too much money. Like the value deals, if you just look at the contracts, Kachuk's the best one by a mile because he's just prime for most of it. I agree. That's the thing about this whole setup that the Flames have going into this year is if it doesn't turn into playoff success you're going to end up with a roster that you're kind of glued to it you probably can't move around we'll be talking about moving pieces that guys don't want at that type of price like it can it could as as much as we're in love with what uh Treliving was able to put together with that like you said over the barrel a little bit it could turn real south real fast if this doesn't gel and come together quickly well, and, and the, the six of their first seven games are really good teams too. Like it's what, they're at home a ton. And I don't think it's a regular season thing. If they don't make the playoffs, clearly it's going to be a disaster of epic proportion. But is a playoff series win success this nowadays? Like for this team, I, 
You need two rounds, don't you, Dean? After last year? I feel like you do. Yeah. Which, I don't know if it's fair, but you look at this team, they they reloaded. You don't feel like this team is significantly well, committed to worse off you, than a year ago. No, I don't think, I think they're better, but in some extent. Yeah. Like, they might have a worse regular season, Rhett, in terms of goals for yeah. and standings, but I just look at their blue line depth. Like, geez, you're putting some guys in spots that, you know, they were higher up on. Like, their top pair might be their second pair. And their center depth. Center depth again, another one. What do we always say about Backlund? He'd be a great third-line center. If he was your third-line center, man, you'd be deep. Well, they're missing a winger, but depth on defense and center and net, you got to be real happy. Uh, Just want to throw something in here quick. I have to put these on. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Do you have a voice you could use while you're... No, no, no. It's uh, just the way of the world now. Uh, Want to, a little shout out for our uh, buddies over at South Street Burger, good partner of Barn Burner, coming up on, uh, it's Friday, so today's Mm. Wednesday, a couple nights. Brian and uh, Braden, the boys at South Street, they're like, you know what? Rather than uh, do things the way we've always done it, let's let's shake it up a little bit. Let's take some of of our uh, advertising budget. Let's rent some ice. One of the local rinks in town, invite the kids, come out and skate, have a good time. So this Friday at the old, oh, Jimmy Condon Arena, oh, Jimmy, oh, over uh, Heritage Drive, 7.30 till 9, bring your family, free skate, win some prizes, uh, partnering with Kids Sport as well, be lots of great ways to get involved with charity. Brian, I believe, is going to be there. Oh, that'll be a sight. details visit kidsport.ca uh south street burger love having those guys on board there uh there's a lot of ideas coming out of south street have you guys thought about this have you guys thought about that it's like no we we're just trying to get the mics to work how'd that go by the way it's good yeah good today how are we doing is youtube i can hear red today that's awesome i think they worked they just weren't yeah i don't know what it was um not not connected with South Street Burger, but just want to slide it in. Again, yeah. this being the new platform, and we'll get back into the hockey talk in a moment. Um, cursing because we can. Uh, Red had one yesterday. If you want to go, you can't. I because I can go. I'm nervous. I feel Are like you? you should go. You're ready. It looks like you're ready. So cursing because we can. We're used to in in our old life we couldn't do that sort of thing, but here we feel like there's some flexibility. There's some freedom in order to to just really be who we are. Floor is yours. Asshole. Oh, whoa! Yeah, I felt good. Okay, felt good. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of assholes, Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, decides on uh, the night before free agency. uh, I'm not coming back. That's not fair. You go do whatever you do. Led to believe, and this is—I mean, this is a moldy story. This happened months ago, and I think by now everybody's heard it. He was coming back. Agent and the GM felt like this deal was done, and then. All of a sudden, it wasn't done, and then it's free agency day, and he's going to Columbus. Warner, your thoughts? Because I know I haven't really even talked to you about all this. I wasn't stunned so much that he wasn't coming back that night when it, when it was Johnny Gaudreau is going to test free agency. It, we all knew that that was a, was very, a very real possibility. Totally. Yep. But I gotta believe that free agency day did not go how he thought it was going to. I guess just your thoughts on Johnny leaving and landing in Columbus. No, I think I was the same as everyone, stunned. Like, not at all shocked that he left. Because I never thought they'd sign him when he first came in, and I didn't think he was going to be good ever. But if we're going to go way back, 
<laughs> we all got a few of those. Don't don't wear it too hard, right? <laughs> but I said all along that he's going to test free agency and go see what's out there. I just didn't think Columbus was in the game, and there's no way Johnny Gaudreau wanted to end up in Columbus. I don't care. He can say whatever he wants. Not a chance. Not it a wasn't planned. No, my under, my understanding is not. Yeah, like, and this could be an old wives' tale or what have you, but there was real belief that there was going to be a lot of suitors on free agency day. The Flyers, Chuck Fletcher, well, we don't have the room. Ah, oh, they're playing coy, what cat and mouse. And who knows, maybe he doesn't go to Philadelphia. But then they get to free agency day, and the offers just aren't there. And we talked about that. Who's yeah. got the need, the money, yeah. the cap, all of it, to bring in this one guy? And the one team that maybe did show interest? Maybe he just doesn't want to be a devil. Because that was like, they felt like they were stood up. They had the money. They had the need. It was a real short list of teams that were on the way up, that had cap space, that could use a dynamic offensive player. And the Devils were interested. Mm-hmm. So what, what's up with the Devils and Johnny? I don't know. Did, what, did he grow up a Flyers fan and hating the Devils? I know the, the postal code or the zip code was in New Jersey where he grew up. But yeah, he's New Jersey greater Jimmy's Philly. Philly guy, yeah. a Phil, He's, he's yeah. in a suburb of Philadelphia. For whatever reason, he wasn't keen on New Jersey, and that was really the only big offer he got. And then it sounds like they circled the wagons and – Columbus was surprised they were in the mix. Well, and that my understanding there was that obviously Johnny and his wife having a baby, so too Eric Branson's wife having a baby, and the two wives became close during the year in Calgary, bonding. Good Branson signs four times four. Gotta get a gutty jackets. Gotta get a gutty. That's not bad, eh, Retro? <laughs> oh, that's the Rhett Warner deal. That is it's the Commodore yeah. deal is what yeah. it is. It's the commie deal. Yeah. Remember that one? Ooh. So good yeah. Branson signs. And the story goes that perhaps the women are texting, calling that day. So the good Bransons are going to Columbus. What about Columbus? And the Gaudreau camp initiates the, the contact. Yeah. To the point that the Blue Jackets are like folding up their laptops. And being, we're done for the day. We've got it. We're done. Yeah. They had they had put an offer out for Kadri and they didn't take it. They were done for the day. So. It's Gaudreau. Are we interested? Well, let's see if we can make it work. And two hours later, he's wearing a blue jacket sweater. And it's not home. And, you know, I understand the leaving to get closer to home, but it's almost like, well, not too close to home, though, I guess, if it's not Philly. It's not home. It's not big market. It's not. No. I love Columbus, great city, and I have nothing against the team or the organization. It's wonderful, but there's no way. That that was Midwest Ohio is yeah. it was the dart that he threw at the map. Like there's no Nailed chance. <laughs> Team that did they make the playoffs? No, it's not what? Do you want to play yeah. in obscurity forever? Is that your your goal? No way. Didn't get it. Think he was Just going there. did not get it at all. And the history of that franchise, it's Bobrovsky walking as a free agent, Panarin walking yeah. as a free agent, Duchesne leaving in free agency, Seth Jones wants out of there. They got to pay Zach Warinsky more money yeah. than they than they want to to keep him around. And Johnny lands in their lap. And the Calgary, I guess, uh, similarity is there's a week there of this summer where it's like this team's never going to get a free agent. The rink's too bleeping old. This, this team should blow it all up and rebuild. And not unlike the story changing in Columbus over the course of years, in the matter of a week, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
players will take the money and go to competitive teams. They don't care about the lineups in the second deck for the Urinal. We are here in the Tower Chrysler Studios in what? What? what you, it's not downtown. We're in Marta Loop, baby. I didn't want to give that away. Oh, it's, you sign an autograph up there. <laughs> Get the eight by ten glossies. You got a sharpie on you. Be just mobbed by fans outside. The Wolverine. He's out trying to conduct business. You're going to get uh, the Wolverine. Uh, this Wolverine is good. Engine. He likes some traffic. Yeah. Tower, uh, Tower Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Go and visit them today. It was humming there yesterday. Good. And we're very excited. Very excited to get uh, get things going with Tower. We were sitting with, with Serge yesterday and it's like, what if we did this? It's a great idea. You know what we should do? We should do this. Love it. I'm in. Yep. Let's do it. Go and see everybody over at, uh, at Tower and uh, and get taken care of now we'll spin it to kachuk obviously he also wanted out after we, johnny leaves i think that felt like a two-foot putt in a way didn't it yeah i don't know before if you were already like i don't know about this kid like love the player but like matthew kachuk's is wired to be about matthew kachuk it's not his fault it's just who he is it all just goes back you play it back and he was butt hurt after the puck throwing thing with Jake Muzzin in Two Toronto ago, and the yeah. room didn't support him and yeah. he got pissed off and then he, then he sulked about it. And then it's a, he was it's basically hurt? a contract. Huh? He was what hurt? He was butt hurt. Butt hurt. You familiar with that phrase, right? No, this is, this is newer. This is why, sorry, I interrupted you, but I've never, this is, yeah. I'm not up to date with this one. He was insulted that his team didn't come to his aid as he flipped out at Jake Muzzin in that Leaf game. Anyway, for no reason. For the, pouted for that yeah. uh, for a while and then knew he had to put up numbers last year and had a great year. But not, I mean, do you have a problem as, as an RFA? These are young guys who, if I guess if you're a star, if you got 100 points and 40 goals, you can kind of conduct your own business. Do you have any problem with how Kachuk got his way out of here? No, not really. I mean... It's better than thinking you got him for a long time, like you'd had with Gaudreau and losing him for for nothing eventually. But yeah, uh, are, and it's I, again, I, not stunned that Gaudreau left, and absolutely not stunned that Kachuk left. I mean, I, I think all all along, he's he's smart enough to not pull a Lindros and and make a team mad. He's not good as Lindros, but right like he wasn't going to make a scene about having to go play in calgary he was like i'll go play in calgary i'll play with Gaudreau, and i'll put up a bunch of numbers and i'll cash in but get used to it folks it's gonna happen more i more. thought well i thought the only way you kept him is if you kept johnny and i feel like which would have been a mistake get... maybe i mean i yeah i hundred percent agree it was that, that there but i don't know how it turns out five years down the road with the guys that they've signed I'm, yeah. I'm not convinced that that's going to be the best thing ever, but if they win before that, I don't care. We've all got mad at no Seabrook for getting paid. Well, they won three cups. Right. That's the price yeah. of business. So, totally. so and, what are yeah. these Same guys go out and win Dowdy. you a cup? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then if you, the way if, it works. So if you were the GM right in that, you know, that six week window, if you had that money, because basically the Johnny money just slid over to Huberdo, you would have signed Huberdo ahead of Gaudreau? Out of Kachuk, you're saying? Oh, sorry. Yeah, my bad. I now understand what you're saying. About giving yes, the Gaudreau money to one guy or the other. Yeah. I'm that's saying what it was going to take you, to keep Gaudreau. I'm saying that you are not going to win with Kachuk and Gaudreau. 
That's what I'm saying. I don't know that I take my money and spend it on Goudreau, but I'm saying you weren't going to win with Kachuk and Goudreau. Yeah, good, good players, but I never really got to the point where I saw Kachuk as a captain in this league. The, the maturity just wasn't there. You can't embarrass officials continually and be the guy that goes over and talks to them. And that's not like, ooh, he can't be a captain. He's a really good player. But they continually in big spots in the postseason weren't at their best. And I thought Johnny made some strides in that area, but look, I, I don't think you want nine years of Huberto versus eight of Kachuk or eight of Gaudreau because of the age difference. But I think when you look at that, allowing them to get Nazem Kadri, there's still one more year of low money on Huberto and Uyghur. I think the net is a win. It's two out and three in, in my mind, rather than the one for one thing. Right. Yeah. I want to ask you about, uh, go, let me go, finish go my ahead. thoughts on this. Go ahead. My concern is, and, and, and no one can doubt that Trilliving turned that into a, a, a stockpile, right? Like a, a big, big return for something that you thought you're probably going to get, you know, hard to even get fair market. Anyway, he did well with that, but I still don't know. <laughs> no one's going to like hearing it. But I still don't know if that's a long-term plan or if that was implemented as a more, not even a panic, but we better get something done kind of move. And I, I, I guess I don't know that he had the time or he could do it, but, uh, and we might not as fans or as media covering the flames enjoy it because it would mean maybe losing or taking a step back, but I'm still not convinced that that's, that there's a long-term plan that was put into place by signing these guys. Yeah, you signed them to a long time, but I don't know if that plays out as well as maybe taking a, a timeout and going, let's let's regroup here and, and figure out where we are as a franchise. I mean, other guy, I'm not the first guy to say, it. who's in the division? Who's in the conference? How are you getting through it? Do you think you're good enough? What is it better to sell? Was Markstrom a, a movable piece where you go, you know what? Right now is a tough time. And we got to think about three years from now, not this year. It's it's not an easy pill to to swallow, and it's not good for the fans. And you there would probably be a revolt, but would it have paid dividends four or five years down the road? I don't know. Which is that's that's the question I have. What was the better plan? What they've done? Or taking a step back and seeing where they'd end up in five years. And we won't know for the next few years. But I, I am concerned they've never, that they've it never was done a, it. No. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They've never done it. And But right, you're right. They were at a crossroad. It's like, okay, this way is we chips in and, and we've got a window. Three to five years. This way is everything's up for sale. Everything must go. We regroup. There's a couple really, like this draft class this year is exceptional. And remember, um, but, just, just to jump in, because remember the tone yeah. in the city and around the fan base when that deal went down. Goudreau leaves for nothing. Mm -hmm. Kachuk Wants leaves. Up. You bring these guys in. Great deal. Yeah, but they're both unrestricted free agents. They're just going to walk when it's done. I think some of it was limiting damage control. That's yeah. a lot of money to pay for damage control. Eight years at $10.5 million. But I, I almost feel like you had to. If the guy, if the guy would sign... Keep your superstar. Well, and you know, when you look at that contract, it tells you everything about leverage. Look how old he's going to be when it's done and look at all the signing bonus money. The yeah. Salary is peanuts. That's never been done under Trilliving before. 
you, you will never see a contract up until that point that looked like that. Almost all signing bonus money, which is great for the player. It protects the player from taxation stuff. It allows you a little more of a security blanket from being bought out later in the contract, which is a long one, eight years after this one. And it also protects you from lockouts and things like that, which sounds silly, but it's the NHL. So that one showed where all the leverage was. The Uyghur deal is different, but what it did at the minimum was extend their contention window as a playoff team. And the tournament has crazy things happen. And you got a Vesna caliber goalie for at least one year. Resigning those guys, bringing in Kadri, that extends that window to three to five years. But to Rhett's point, it's not going to be a good team in five years, and we don't know how this group's going to gel yet. I, I expect there to be very different results than last year in terms of like they scored a goal more per game than they allowed last year. It's going to be tighter than that this year. Tomorrow on this show on Barnburner, it'll be asked Rhett. Will it? I think so, Rhett. Mm. I like. Mm -hmm. It's it's week Pump one the brakes, of the new boy. show. Pump the brakes. How Listen. how can you miss shows already? Are you missing a show? Are you nervous about Ask Red? I could probably do it. I just can't do it from here. This illustrious, gorgeous in the dungeon, yeah. pipes and venting and yeah, like I mean, it'll be hard to do from somewhere else because it's so comfortable yeah, here. Yeah. But right. Well, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see why Hope Street management would want to be a part of Askeret and what's going on there mm -hmm. in the Buffalo Dungeon. Residential <laughs> rental property management, management agency, Shaman and everybody at Hope Street jumping on board because uh, you went for a visit. You saw them. And it's like, hey, you know what? If you guys are doing anything, let's. So we bring on Hope Street. Now, how do we want to do it? Because we can go hashtags on Twitter, hashtag Askeret and throw your question in there. How else do we want to uh, get people uh, get people on board? Well, let's bring Princey in too here because he's familiar with this sort of stuff. But well, I would say just get into our mentions on social media. Rhett, what's your idea? Well, I thought, boom, give them your address and they can stop by and ask you. Yeah, that's yeah you can fax. Put them in your mailbox. Check. That's right. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. Yeah, yeah. So ask Rhett, we'll do, uh, and no hockey. Are you still on the no hockey questions? I don't know. You're flexible. Eh? Selective. You're soft now. Selective. Right. Selective. We're going to do, we'll do social media, guys. We'll, we'll right. put it out on Twitter. We'll do hashtag Ask Rhett. That's We're right. going to do an Instagram question story. It'll be all put out tonight, guys, for tomorrow morning. So check on Flames Nation social media. That's how you send them in. If you want to send in a DM, we'll have them all listed for the fellas tomorrow. So just check on social media this afternoon, guys. Ask Rhett is back. Phones. Fo no. No phones. <laughs> YouTube chat. No, there's no, no phones. No. Uh, now, and because they have sponsored uh, your segment, Red, you need to. Uh, do you remember the the commercials? How they would go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope Street. Their website at Hope the end Street. is hopestreet.ca. Well done. Something like Excellent. that. Excellent. Well done. Yeah. Yep. That was in the contract. That's worth uh, yeah, the whole that had thing. To be done. Yeah. Huberto Uyghur both sign long term extensions before playing a single regular season game for the team. We've talked about this before. Because I was thinking back, because Lindholm, when they made the Lindholm trade mm -hmm. for Lindholm and Hanifin, they had to sign him. But both he was an RFA, you were going to sign him, right? But five-year commitments for yeah. both those guys, I believe. Yeah. With Huberdo and Uyghur, both guys get big money extensions. Are you, are you good with that? Because you don't know how the fit is. You think it's good. Yeah. 
And maybe I you could watch 10, concerned. 20 games and you, you still don't know. And then secondly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I just want to, what about the guys in the room? Because now Caudry's in there as well. He's making big money. There's a, there's some guys that'll be sitting there again, maybe butthurt, Brett, that here's these guys. They've never skated a lick for this team and they're making no. huge money. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I, but I don't think that's a thing. I would be concerned that guys like Hubert Owen Weger haven't played in Canada and haven't been in Calgary for a month and they were in Florida. And I can tell you from experience that flip flops and t-shirts and going to the rink in Florida, the taxation, it's lovely. It is quite nice. Fresh seafood, wonderful. I love Alberta beef, but the f- seafood is nice. So my concern Wheels would ridden. be, and they'll be, they'll be professional, but are they going to love it here come December when it's dark and gray and cold? Uh, I don't know. Not Walking everybody hates Calgary the- like you, Rhett. Not everybody hates Calgary. He hates it so much he moved well, to freaking Buffalo. Hey, Come listen, on. 10 and a half million, I'm back tomorrow. Uh, today, <laughs> 10 and a half million, I'm back yeah. today. So, How much signing bonus? Are you just with... straight salary still? Straight salary. You, you don't even have to yeah. manipulate anything. Yeah. But, uh, and could Kadri, for me, the concern with Kadri is he won. You know, my concern with Kadri is up. he's 32. He's 32. How many years did he 32, sign 32, just one big deal. Seven. Are the feet, and you know what? The like, going like this, like this. Oh, oh dear. That's, oh, for fuck's sake. That's a foul. Jesus. Why are you in bare feet? Are the feet going up? Are the feet going up? I thought you were talking yeah. about his skating ability, but I see what you're doing there. Well, that does, he seem, Sasquatch. does he seem like a guy that would be resting on his laurels? I don't think he plays the game that way. No. This isn't a uh, Troy Brower come to Calgary to build my retirement home situation. Oh, see what now? Why? Why? Why, why is just absolutely Why isn't it? Scatter shot. Brower takes one right in the ribs. Has Great no agent. reason. Great agent. Holy cow! Go, uh, go ahead, Red. Yeah. Well, I think I said my piece. You saw my feet. I just got a. They, I just yeah. went for a pedicure, so they look good. 
I could have made some money. I, I would. I would be very concerned. Has he played any exhibition games? I haven't watched an exhibition game. How's he? Yes, he has. He looked great. Is he in good he shape? looks like Cadres. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't think he's wired that way. He's one of those guys that's in the muck of the game. I don't think he's got a like disengage button. But I could be wrong. I mean, I think Daryl loves this player. I agree. I think these two get along. Daryl always yields to what player? Someone that's done this. He loves that in his room. He'll bring in foot soldiers. lifted his hands over his head. See, you're already a TV guy. No, I I think the winner. uh, The the issue with Cogri for me isn't his give a bleep. It's how old is it when he gets old? Because you you don't like committing seven-year deals to 32-year-olds. But he also just had a career at 31. Like, is this another classic late bloomer, Mark Giordano, or is this thing gonna go bad, like raw milk on the kitchen counter? And is like, this is this a good where does deal? it get ugly? Is this a good deal? The AAV is fine when they're they're in their window to contend, but it's just how quickly does he get old? Like that's all these guys, Uyghur, Uberto, My, and him. It's all the same thing. When do they look old? Being where where else? Are, you have to overpay to get a player in Calgary, right? Isn't that probably the case? I think so. I think he took so less money s- here than what it was elsewhere, like Columbus, for example. He was offered more in Columbus. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I think he likes the competitive thing. Columbus it's like if you really want to go for less, he'd, go to, he'd stay in Colorado, right? Like if it was all just about team and money doesn't matter to me, he's still in Colorado. The rest just hates Calgary. Just hates Calgary. No one will sign here, hey, Red. <laughs> You left it. Not first. for uh, cheap. No. I don't think the Uyghur AAV nor the Kadri AAV is an overpay. I just it's wonder. Seven when... years, Pinder. You just said it's too long. What are you talking I, about? I was almost done that sentence. That's exactly what the disclaimer was. It's what does he look like in four years? <laughs> you don't get to say both. It's a good deal, but it's too no, long. No. Well, so the reason I'm okay with it, and it sounds like anti everything I've ever said, only it kind of is. Yeah, I'm kind but of taking it back here. This team's already pot committed for this window here. I agree. And if you were the Buffalo Sabres, don't do this. It's the Jeff Skinner deal, right? Like, what happens if he gets old quick? You're not good yet. This is a competitive team in a window to win. Jeff I think Skinner they could be hot trash year. in five, six years anyway. So whatever. Make sure and, you hang a banner between now and then or get close. And I think it's the chain of events. Right. It's like, do we need a rug in the room? No, we don't need a rug. And then it's all you put some furniture around. It's like, you know what? Actually, we, we got money. We kind of need rug. a rug. Yeah. If, if once the Huberdo thing is done, boy, we we're in and we yeah. all of this. Here's a guy. He's still available. He would come here. He gives a center depth. The guy just won a cup. We love the way he plays. We've gone this far. What's another yeah. seven million? And I think it was the same thing with Uyghur. Do you want to give that guy eight years after this year? Of course not. But what's this roster going to be five years anyway? It's going to be a dinosaur dig anyway with fossils all over. Like, who? what's another oh, one? Who cares? Nice. You got that's a four great. to five-year window to kick some ass. Be better. He's, he's, Warner's disgusted with you. And me. But what's disgusted. the problem what? here? You disagree? I actually don't disagree. I All those points make sense. It's. I, I guess I go back to my concern being, are they... Are we picking them to come out of the West? They better be good, Rhett. That's it, right? They better be good. Be good. For sure, be good. Don't suck now because it's going to be a decade of misery if you suck now. Like, And I don't think they will. Like, There's not a lot of people that know the game, probability models, whatever you want to go to. No one thinks this team's going to stink. Now, there's going to be an adjustment period for sure. 
does Jonathan Huberto have any more interest playing defense under Daryl Sutter? I think he does because you saw what Daryl did to Johnny last year. You're going to need a little there. But, like, if, if they're not good now, it's a nightmare. I just think that's pro- the, really unlikely to happen with the talent and the depth that they've got. Again, are they good enough to yeah. win in the West? And is your concern in the West just the division? Because, I mean, Edmonton's in the last three years, theoretically, of Drysaddle and McDavid. Is that it for you? Like, can they beat Edmonton? Is that the great question? Colorado? Did the Colorado just win the cup? You don't want to look up their second line center, but yes, they did. So, so what's your points? Because Colorado's still in the West, you don't, you don't try? No, I'm just saying that you've committed to a bunch of guys that you know are going to be diminishing return down the road, and I'm not convinced you can win in the short term with them. Prove me wrong. I'm not saying yeah. they can't. I'm just it's it's a it's a big if. They could uh, like there's so many question marks to it. It's not you're not going into this. It's a a clean slate can be good or bad, right? It's a chips in move. It's ballsy. Like get a wheelbarrow for your living. These things are huge this summer. It's it, like it absolutely. Yeah, he's either going up. He's either going. In. There's a. There's he's getting a street named after him, or he's getting run out of town. Like yeah, tarred and feathered, or a street named after you in a statue. Totally agree. And the one thing we didn't even bring up about this is to get the Cadre deal done. Had to ship a first rounder. Yep. To Montreal for them to take Sean Monahan. Yeah, who's playing the wing tonight? By the way, in the NHL season opener. Said, oh, I played the wing a ton in Calgary. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's hard, right? And I know for true living, that it burned his ass. It just is what it is, though. The cadre yeah. thing is, that's, that's one thing, but it was the second element mm-hmm. to make that deal happen. You had to get rid of that money. And it's the pick you got in the Kachuk trade. So if you want to kind of, whatever lets you sleep at night, however you want to frame it to yourself, yep. but you still shipped out a first round trade pick that was in your possession. Stop Trey it. Geo. He's going back to the well. What Trey five Gio. years ago. Five years ago. And two years ago, actually. Those two different trade geo chapters of we don't really life. need to talk too much about Monahan, but does anybody have what, what what's your expectation for him this year on what looks to be a poor Montreal? One and team? done. He's done. End of the year. It's Oof. over. For the, he's not getting for a the contract? NHL career. Oof. Yep. I hope it's not for his sake, but my expectations are incredibly low. Like he went from being an elite finisher that you wish had more tools in his toolkit to a guy you're like, what's he elite at? Can't shoot it anymore. (laughs) You're living better hope. You're living better hope he's one and done because that would be another beauty if he goes out and snipes 30. Well, I think the more realistic <laughs> thing would be he 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 scores seventeen goals in Montreal, dick. and then it's like okay, two and a half million, show me contract in Pittsburgh or something. Like I don't know. It's I don't yeah. think he's ever going to look anything like he did. How could he? All those I don't surgeries. Either, yeah, I don't. I don't either. But wouldn't it be something? Oh, we gave away a first rounder to get Monahan out of here. How's he doing? Oh, he got thirty. Oh. Okay. Or Florida just hits the tank all of a sudden. You're like, that pick was going to be late. What happened? Yeah. It's 2025, <laughs> but it's going to be a top five. You know who misses you, Retro, as you sit there in Buffalo? You know who misses you? Told me the other day. Greg Keller oh. from Bonton oh. Meats. Well, sales got to be I, down after I, That's what I was going to say. I don't know if he cares that you're there or not, but it, he is out Listen. serious money. 
from the thousands that you would spend on beef every winter? The beef down here doesn't even come close. And I'm not saying this because, you know, I see their little symbol on the thing. It's not even close. I've actually been turned off. You what? I, uh, I've been turned off the beef down here. You can't, I, I can't find a good beef spot. You that grass Growing fed, grass finished, like, Brett. Oh. A clean beef. Let's nah, go. It's that Yankee beef. Hey, grass finished. It's all stuck up. Teasing you. Yeah. So no good beef in uh, in in the U.S. Nope. Uh, Got to go to Bonton. It's it's Alberta beef. It's, there's truth to it. So what would be the run of the mill order for you? Because I I would get yeah I went up and saw Greg the other day. And then I get the other side. Yeah, Rhett was in. Was yeah, in we had the forklift out again. We loaded yeah. the pallet up for Rhett. So with with the three animals that live with you, what would be a, a routine order from Bonton? It was usually 40 pounds of beef, 40 pounds of ground pork, uh, 20, no, more than 20, 40 fillets. Uh, I like the baseball ribeyes, so I'd get 25 baseball ribeyes. <laughs> then I would get two full tenderloin not cut just the whole tenderloins then i would get six chickens and 40 chicken breasts uh what else did i usually get from greg lamb i had to get some lamb chops and then a, a dozen to 15 uh baby back ribs you done <laughs> no beef ribs just pork <laughs> Oh, yeah, and beef ribs. I like the beef ribs. That's yeah, right. the beef ribs. That's, That's your favorite. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, Greg's Greg really sad you're not around. <laughs> he was really hoping to go to Hawaii this winter, but you moved to Buffalo. Um, but we've talked a lot about Bonton. It's legit. If, if that's the way to do it. Maybe not 25 baseball ribeyes. I mean, if you can afford it, that's a lot of ribeye. You go and talk to Greg and say, here's my family. And a brisket we or like. two. Didn't you like, did your, was it your freezer that went on the fritz and you had to just cook a bunch of meat? Mm -hmm. Was that his, you? Look at his face. Yes. Disappointment. Yes. The, or well, was it left open one, or unplugged? No, the one, the one time we were renoing that house and the, it clunked out. Some, the power went out in the house or something. That's after we went fishing. I had fish in there too. It was gross. And then the other time was dumb kids left it open. <laughs> that's what it was the kids yeah in there for some uh some fudge you know what it was something. it was my idiot brother and he gave them a one of those giant five gallon pails or something of ice cream it was it had to stick in there so they couldn't close the door but they thought that's good enough it's close yeah it's close yeah it's almost touching yeah, because that's we had brisket. I believe that was uh, you had to fire up the uh, the smoker to get the brisket going. Go and see Doug, of course, the legendary potato salad. We will be Greg. doing some potato you salad. Doug, what I say, Doug? Was... Greg, sorry, Bonton meats. The potato salad is legendary. Everywhere we go, say, so, yeah, you guys were right about the potato salad. The potato salad. I wasn't. I didn't think I liked potato, potato salad. salad. I had the potato salad. Unbelievable. Go and see Greg and set it up. Get your uh, get all your meat for your winter nothing's cheap anymore that's the way to do it i thought rhett was moving to buffalo because life was cheap there but he gave us some reports late summer he was uh cost of living in east amherst or well, the there. and the exchange is really good right now so i mean oh yeah it's awesome bank on that that's now i'm gonna uh 
I got uh, something here that I, if, if you're listening to the podcast, this won't do much for you. But if you're watching on the YouTubes, a little something here. I saw a video of you, of all things, and I didn't know what it was. It's like, what is happening here? But it got sent to me. And then I saw, oh, look, that's, that's Rhett Warner. That's my friend Rhett in Buffalo. And I don't know what it is you're doing here. You're, you're, you're walking around the room. You're marching around the room. There's a bunch of other people. There's an oompa band. Uh, it, it seems like you've kind of found, you found your, uh, your, your little hub, your, your nest of friends there in, in Buffalo. Solid footing. I've found solid footing. You did, eh? So what was, what was happening? Because when, when was this? The House. Two, three. <laughs> the what? Right. Right. Yeah. The Hofbrau House. Uh, it's right at the start of Oktoberfest. We were, we were uh, cracking the first keg there. How did you, of all people, because you've only, you'd only been there for a few weeks, and was it a Sabres thing, a Sabres alumni thing, or what? Yeah, I was an alumni thing, and you march, like you said, you get to march around, get the, the whole place. It's massive. The one night, I think they had 1,300 uh, people on the reservation list. So it's this what? massive beer hall, and... Uh, yeah, I got overserved. That's when I had my broken ribs too. I could. Did you? Are you playing it? Because I could we're, hardly. We're efforting. I had to. Yeah, we're efforting. I had to hit. I, I had this big mallet thing to punch the spigot into the cask, and I was like, <laughs> I can hardly twist to hit this thing. Nervous. It's, it's like go figure that the great ones make it look easy. It's like he's in Buffalo and he's in his, so it's on the, like, look at this animal. Look at this animal. And this is all in the beer hall. Look at the size of this oh, place. Yeah, it's massive. So have they got the big, the big jugs of beer and the, the whole thing? Yeah, you get, you get, yeah, I got a, I got a locker now with my, wow, whatever the stein in there. What's on your lock, head? But I've got a, I'm going to lose the key. It's one of those German chapos. Yes. Yeah. A German That's chapo. Not... That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> look, look at your shorts. If only we could this get awesome. you to come out of your shell a little bit. I feel, again, if you're on the podcast, go to the, go to YouTube and check it out. He's got his, the old throwback saber Jersey on. Did you even wear those or were you always in the black? I, that, that was the last Jersey I wore as a saber, the original. Really? I like they those. Out those are nice. Special night. Were you four in Florida? I see four. I'm used to 44. Obviously. No, I was four in Buffalo. Cause when I got to to that's retired number seven, I was seven when I came from Florida, okay. but seven is retired. So red has marched in. He's got shorts on his white sabers with an a on it for some reason. Um, <laughs> so now he, they've all marched in a big, uh, whoop de doo. And they're going to, t this is tapping the first K. A lot of pressure, Rhett. Look at this. For Oktoberfest. Screw it up. Yeah. Now, when, when the hell was this? this? It's late September's Oktoberfest. Yes. Yeah. It was quite a while ago that Oktoberfest got going in. It <laughs> it's the same <laughs> in Germany. It's late. It's always September. You're Here we such go. a donkey. I, I, I thought, I so what's going on in your right head? Around, what's happening? I was, I'm, I cannot, That's the I'm mallet. dying. I, there's the mallet. I'm, my ribs are killing me. I got wiped out on the ice and busted up my ribs again. And <laughs> all I've heard too. Think, 
All I'm thinking about right now is I'm going to smash this guy's fingers or I'm not going to hit it hard enough to get it through the whatever. He's a pro athlete, folks. A lot of expectations. So there's a, there's a barrel. Like you, you know, it's a whi- cask. It looks yeah. like a whiskey barrel, a, a cask, yeah. and it's got the uh, there. So, dude is holding the tap, the spigot, as Red calls it. He's oh. got the mallet. Now I see why you're worried about his fingers. They're right in the line of fire. Yeah. And he's got it. He's got a tap. There it is. Hey! Hey! All right. All right. Look at it. Wow. He's like, tap it again. Get it again. <laughs> and the beer. I want to visit phenomenal. this beer hall. This looks legit. Holy! And then they get so how's yeah they how's get, Rhett doing in Buffalo? Is Rhett is Rhett okay? Does yeah, he have I think any pals. I think he's doing fine. <laughs> he's hammered with busted ribs. General oh, anesthetic. And all the old police. folks, all the old folks are up on the tables oh. dancing and giving her. It's awesome. Oh, those Bavarians—they know how to drink. It's good stuff. Hey, when you, yeah, when you guys come down for a Bills game, I'll take you. I would love to. Now we were we were talking off air. We know you're a Bills guy. You always have been. We need some sort of like initiation now that you're back and you're really like a full-time committed Bills fan, not just a celebrity in Buffalo. How are you really going to, I guess, baptize yourself as part of Bills Mafia? Because they're Ooh. legendary fan base. Not so, right? Like we I need something to happen here. I saw a guy miss a table on Sunday oh. and I'm like, ow, that's no good. You don't. So I'm like, I don't think I can pull that one off. On I don't a tailgate, like a pavement? Yeah, it was grassy, kind of okay. gravelly ground. It was it was you know not ideal get. to be. Yeah. You know what I don't get is, I, and I've never been to Buffalo, but I see it. What's with the mustard and ketchup? They get some it's just one loser. Just one guy, right? Yeah, and he stands there, and then somebody takes the <laughs> things of ketchup and mustard. Yeah, and not just one. He them. gets showered. Yeah. The dude starts looking like a piece of like wax like art. Like you get you in your car and go anymore. home after that? Where like, are what you the going? hell do you do? What do you do now? It's like windy and five degrees in Buffalo. The game's and you're in two in hours. Mustard. Yeah. It's two hours till kickoff. What are you doing? Well, they do that. No, they do that right before he goes into the stadium and they win. It's good luck. <laughs> you in like that? Yeah. Like what an accomplishment. Hey man, good job. Way to stand there and get covered in shit. <laughs> And no, don't come near me. <laughs> don't touch you're, me. You're gross. No you're thanks. Not, you just see his footprints around the stadium? Oh. That's the problem with you guys. You're not committed to a team. You don't follow through. Well, yeah. I need to, so how are you committing yourself to Bill's mom? I might have to question. douse I might have to douse myself in ketchup and mustard. I don't know. Or maybe maybe cool ranch dip or something. I don't know. <laughs> cool yeah. ranch. Now, how's the tailgate? The blue you, cheese here old- is phenomenal. Your old man was down, and uh, the right cheek snake was she down? No, uh, her husband was here. Oh, yeah. Uncle so boys trip. Darryl. Uncle Daryl, he's a big Darryl. Steelers, big Steelers fan. Oh, how'd that day. go for him? Showed up so, in an. But Allen you, uh, he showed up in an Allen jersey, so that's how much of a Steelers fan he is. Yeah, diehard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looked like some ribs. How is the tailgating? Is it? Is it good? It's, like, or is it just passable? Is it legendary? What's it like in Buffalo? It's unbelievable. We showed up with beer, the cooler, and just beer, and we didn't bring any snacks. And by the time we were in the game, we were so full of shots and ribs and chicken and burgers and sausage and wings and hot like 
every place you walk by, they got big tables set up. They got things smoking and things going on, games. It's awesome. Coletta. Oh. Remember Pat Coletta? He almost got in yeah, trouble. Yeah, he was yeah. mouth, mouth, mouthing off one of the cops on a horse. <laughs> he was a tough customer, wasn't he? That's a big boy. Yeah. Or, or at least he was yeah, willing to go. I don't know if he was that yeah, tough. Okay, he he what, was happy to scrap. That's Was he a fight guy, though? I thought he was a run-you-over guy. He just felt like a thick guy that, yeah, exactly that. Oh, yeah, Maybe. He, I, I, I thought Rammy. I remembered him it's being like Zad Dog. Like, yeah, like a Vaclav Rada, where he just crushed guys. Didn't he stink bad anyway. breath? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, he did. He had the bad. Yeah. Anyway, Patty Coletta gave the boys a good... Yeah. Coletta gave him a big, the boys a big bag skate yesterday. The oldest kid, he's coaching the oldest kids. He didn't really? appreciate the effort in Pittsburgh on Saturday. So uh, yeah, yeah. sent a message. Nice. So where are you going? What are you supposed to, you're going to watch baseball. What are you doing? It's got to be a Yankees game. You so going to Yankees? Sense. I was, I'm supposed to go to New York to watch the Yankees tomorrow, but there is supposed to be a big, I don't know, thunderstorm rain. I don't know. So I don't know. Kind of. Probably gonna have to kibosh it. What are we talking? Because I'm Six a big hours, Yankee. Four hours. I'm a big Yankees fan, right, Bull? Sure, you know, sure. Are, yeah. Yeah. With your Donaldson jersey, got yeah. it. You're a yeah. huge. Oh, the Jays Yankee Donaldson fan. jersey, yeah. Yeah. Until the series, you know. And then you go to Boston, and you're a Red Sox else, fan. And you're that. Yeah, well, we were really going to go to Cleveland good. on Sunday as well, so we think, big you know, Guardians fan. Yeah, the, yeah, I love Cleve. the Guardians. So what you have, because your kids are playing hockey. You've done a lot of traveling already in the last month. Tell us, tell, tell the people where you've been. So it's quite something as kids just playing everywhere. Yeah. The, and it's, it's funny because the other kids that are from here don't think anything of it. My, Boston and Pittsburgh twice. Where else? We go to Cleveland next weekend, Chicago in November, Florida. Uh, where else? Did the shoveler go to Philly, were you saying? Or did she go back to Pittsburgh? What was that? No, she was Pittsburgh, yeah. She was oh, okay. Pittsburgh. We, I don't know if we go, I think we go around Philly, but it's all those Northeastern towns. So it was good. Crab cakes, boom. Oh. Lobster rolls. Mm. Clam chowder in Boston. So good. Yeah. Tell us about uh, how you hurt your ribs. The second time. Cause remember it was the hoverboard, like three, yeah, four years fell off ago. the hoverboard. Yeah. Allegedly fell off the hoverboard the story and landed yeah. on the curb. Yeah. And, and then, so, yeah, yeah. A month ago, month ago, this, I'm, some of the coaches down here don't have a clue. So I got to go on the ice and help out. Right. Yeah. Show them kind of, so yeah. I go out on the ice with the, with the middle guys team. And I, I pride myself on being aware of my surroundings on the ice and never get wiped out or a stick or I'm a, always aware. Yeah. And I know that about you. Know you do yeah. pride yourself yeah. on yeah. spatial awareness. <laughs> Big for Rhett. Don't you know some donkey trips some other kid and he comes sliding into me and I'm facing the wrong way and wipes me out from behind and I go down right on the old ribbage again and I'm hurting. But what do you do? Do you lay there and cry like in front of the oh, kids? No, or... you don't. You gotta pretend it doesn't can't hurt, Rhett. Right? Can't do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I get up. But that wasn't the bad part. The bad part happened about six days later. I had to sneeze. Shit yourself? And then, 
And anyone <laughs> with uh, anyone that's ever had a rib injury knows you don't you can't be sneezing. No, you can't. So I'm trying to. So I try to stifle a sneeze. Oh, the brace hurts more than the sneeze. I bet. Yeah. Hernia. Oh, oh. you're falling apart. You're falling apart. So what? Where? Where is it? And like in your can't sack? lift my legs. Can't lift oh, my legs. Geez. My whole groinal area. It's a. I forget what they groinal groinal. No, that's what it is. The Cornelia, that's it. Nailed it. Yeah, the Cornelia uh, hernia. Cornelius, yeah. It's not good. Not good. Slowing me down. Yeah, that's terrible. That's that's rough, man. I'm sorry to hear that. That's a shame. Yeah. Intergroinal. You know, yeah. You know, because we got about uh, 10 minutes here. You know what we have not done? Because yesterday was uh, today dress show, rehearsal. this being show number one we've really not addressed what happened on saturday with your blue jays oh that's honestly, quite you talk about shitting yourself oh yeah, yeah yeah wow i don't think you can even make sense of it it was probably one of the greatest collapses you'll see in your life and the only takeaway is Avoid the fucking wild card. Win a division. You don't have to put up with this small sample shit. I couldn't believe it because obviously the, they were the comeback was on, and then the collision mm -hmm. and the play by play. That's going to clear the bases. That ties the game. And then in the in my head, like, is that tie? Yeah, that's a tie game. Holy cow! And look, they didn't deserve to win. Like it is what it is. But if that ball's hit two feet in any direction from where it was, they're out. They're out of the inning. They're fine. It Bichette's was fault. It was the size of a barrel that ball could fall in to create all that chaos. And Bichette's got to know that Springer's ball. And if Springer lets that bounce, it's not a tie game and you could live to see another batter. But it was a nightmare. And you could just feel the momentum and the pucker in that building. It felt inevitable that the Mariners are going to win that. They're both idiots. They are. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. And I love both those players, but... That ball can fall and you can still win that game and you don't have to cart someone off. It sucked a lot. It me sucked and, a lot. Because that day was me cruise and Uncle, control. Yeah, like me we're, and Uncle Daryl. We're, oh, we're yeah. sitting on yeah, me and Uncle Daryl sitting on the couch thinking we gotta go for wings. And we're like, well, we can't leave. This game's on. They get up eight one. We're like, oh, cruise control. Wings. Roll into the wing, go in for wings, eight five. What in oh. the Yeah disaster ruined the whole night yeah well and it's just one of those things where that's one year that's rolled off the clock these kids aren't cheap forever you don't get to pay a half million dollars to all-stars forever you know it's one less Funny. year control on all these kids vladdy you're gonna have to flop 400 million on a table at some point in the near future you can't afford all these guys it just is what it like sorry that's that's one chamber in the uh, that you've mm -hmm. you've lost right like they're all the teams that make it, if they play well enough, you could win the thing. This year, you lost your chance. It sucks. Well, Rhett, we would sure like it if you could be uh, a part of the show tomorrow. That'd be great, being that you're Do part let of us the show, know. if you could be part of the show. 50-50. Awesome. We're 50-50. Considering it's Ask, ask Rhett. Yeah, ask Rhett this, you know, Hope Street is Hope on Street, board yeah. for your segment if you wanted to be part of the show on day two. Tomorrow. That'd be awesome. Good. I've always got this. Are we uh, are we planning on doing anything 
decorative with our background or is it just the Rubbermaid shelving and uh, the, the stove yeah, Let's pipe? get a look at this. Let's get a look at this here. Cause uh, I, do you have I Stockholm should... syndrome? Do you know what Stockholm syndrome is? That's I've where you fall in love yet, but, with the person that's kidnapped you. It looks like you're being stored by kidnappers. Yeah, are they sliding food to you on a tray under the door? Like, this printer. is quite a scene. To, okay. Show us the pipe. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> are you just squatting in someone's house? Like, does, do the I people that a, own the house know that you're there? Look at that curtain. That's, that's high end right there. Yeah, that's This nice. is out of Trader Park Boys. I'm telling you, look at this. Ricky this and the uh, roof bubbles have better setups than this. Dougie put on that roof for me. What a guy. Oh, pretty bright. Yeah, pretty bright. Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah awesome. Probably just lost him there. Yeah. Probably just lost him. Did he freeze? Am I back? I can hear you. I can't yeah. see you. Well, probably time to end the show anyway. You know, the one thing we didn't talk about, uh, Big D, contract extension. You just yeah. Think, I mean, deserves it, obviously. He's a guy that uh, came in, made a big difference. I, I didn't know... When it was first announced, it felt like he's going to come in, do the term, and then be done. You think Daryl gets this close and walks away? I just, to be honest, I didn't know it was going to go well. I didn't know how That's it was fair. going to go. After last year, when it's Jack Adams' career year for half the roster, it's like, it's his last year. If he wants another deal, he's getting another deal. And, you know, Rhett's the only guy in this group that can answer it well. At what point do you get the Daryl fatigue, which isn't just specific to Daryl. It comes with coaching in the NHL, but he rides guys hard. He's not fun all the time. And, you know, like, let's be honest, expect expectations are you need a couple deep runs here with this core, if not a banner, or at least a Western conference title. Like wh where, how long is this deal? And when does it go sour with the coach? Because I can't do this for another year. It might be three years. It might be this year. I don't know. Like, what's your thought, Rhett? How long until you're like, I need a new coach? Well, they, it's, it's, the the difference is they made so many changes, right? That's They did it here yeah. in Buffalo. Lindy Ruff was here for oh, almost two decades. Well, no coach can typically last that long. But you know what they did? They, they changed the team over all the time. So yeah. he's got a bunch of new faces in there. He's got a bunch of new guys to rely on. I think that gives them a little longer window. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, but it's certainly not forever. He don't want to do it forever either. I don't think. Do you think he wants to slide a few starts to Vladar this year, or is it too soon for me to start yelling that? From it feels. Okay. I mean, it's just a matter of time. So you can start it whenever you want. I mean, they play tomorrow, so I mean, Markstrom's going to start tomorrow. I'm okay with that. Just stating, I'm okay with him starting games okay, one, good. even game two. It's if it's twenty of twenty-one, I'm going to have to raise my hand again. What we got tonight? On the old skid, Boston at Washington. If you want to learn about guys that are in the NHL, you can go look at uh, Montreal's blue line. They got Toronto tonight. Oof, yeah, what is people? Are they, is it Tank City again? Or? Big time. And Matheson's hurt. They got him from Pittsburgh. And it's like, he's a guy that's played in the league before. That makes him unique on that blue line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw Jeff Petrie. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Petrie deal. They yeah. just offload whatever. Well, and they still got Josh Anderson. That's a piece that, you know, I think could draw some interest around. Pick him up. Pick him up, bring him in here. I Go get him. Know. I mean, oh, tree lights. You're all in my thought. When he's trying oh, and healthy, that's... everyone likes Josh Anderson. We just need Mr. him for a playoff Anderson. run, Pinder. I don't mind that, actually. Uh, yeah. Although he wasn't that impactful for Montreal when they went to the final. As weird as that sounds. 
Johnny and the Jackets are at Carolina. You mentioned Montreal and Toronto, Chicago, Colorado. You're going to have to lay $425 to make a hundred. If you're betting on the avalanche tonight, that's how bad the Blackhawks are. Are they really going to trade? Good is, is it, they're going to be a Kane trade this year? Has to be. Well, I mean, realistically. It's up to him, right? It's... Uh, and, and if you're Patrick Kane, like how old are you? You want to win again. They're going to put a statue of you up anyway. Get the hell out of there. There was uh, some predictions on where he'd end up by the end of the year. There's a lot of New York in there. I know a lot of the people in Edmonton say Edmonton. I think they have $48 of cap space. Someone's going to have to explain that to me how that's going to work. But that's going to be a major storyline this year. Where does Kane want to go? And how much can Chicago get for, you know, a bloody franchise icon? Because he's going to have a lot to say on this thing. Last two games, Seattle is in Anaheim. Get a save. And Edmonton at home to Vancouver. Vancouver's interesting this year. Really good under Boudreaux. Awful under Travis Green. That was all last year. And it's like, I don't think they're the deepest. Their blue line sucks, but Demko is a stud. So there's a lot of range of outcomes I could see happening with this group. Playoffs or not, like that's a really fascinating team for me. Was Travis Green, did you get him fired, Rhett? I'm that just you? trying to remember. Did you run him out of town? No, I, I mentioned how crappy he was at his job way before he got fired. So I don't yeah, know. Before it was cool to say that. It yeah. was Tippett. It was Dave Tippett. Remember, he's yes, you know, that's stormed right. off. He's done. Who else? You called another one. You called back-to-back firings last year. There was someone else that got I run. Did. Was it uh, someone in Philly, maybe? Because they went back to Mike Yo early on. <laughs> so What's right. the question if Mike Yo is the answer? I know. Someone tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were There were a couple. So who's the anybody on your mind yeah, now? Who's on the start of the season? Who's get who are you going to go? <laughs> I don't even know who's coaching. So. Yeah, I know you though. Well, I you know. Gotta get brushed up. Let's go. Yeah, I know you do. That's uh, that's day one, ladies and gentlemen. Good yeah. start. Uh, it's nice to have a clean first show. Good debut. Feels really good. Well Tuck done, that everyone. Under the, there you are. Yeah. yeah. Well done, everybody. Good job. High fives. We're in the uh, the Tower Chrysler Studios. We'll be back tomorrow. Red has to be back tomorrow. It's a game day and it's Ask Red. He has to be here. I'll try. Game day. It's the first game day of the season. It's the defending champs. Is that right? Need you. That's right. Jeez. It's the abs, buddy. Cadre Bowl. You're excited for tomorrow's show. I can feel it. I can see it. So now what's happening for the rest of your day? Oh, I got to grab the kids. Kids start school here at like 730 in the morning. So they're done at two. So. Yeah, and then uh, we got a baseball championship game for one of the kids. Two, oh, and then th- th- then three hockey practices. It's how right. yeah. it's got to be hard on that hernia. Sacrifices, team commitments, yeah. right? Do you, how do you treat that? Do you massage that, or how does that work? I don't, but somebody does. Hot then cold. I think it's $20 beers at New Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That's the cure. Something like that. Yeah. Guys got Thanks this everybody fancy for... mag- magnetic machine. Use. It's quite something. On your balls? <laughs> P- a P-E-M-F. Look that one up. Nope. Does it mean your butt hurt? Is that tied in there? Not or no? do it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching on YouTube, for downloading the podcast. We appreciate you. Subscribe. We're back tomorrow. Five stars. Subscribe and like. Subscribe and like and like and subscribe. Oilers Nation every day. It's coming up next. See you, buddies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.